Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 4. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray as we read this chapter that we would understand more the real purpose of our lives, purpose of being here, that we would love you, that we would call on your name and have a relationship with you, that we would love the people around us, pray this through Jesus. Amen. Genesis 4. Now Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain. And she said, I have given birth to a man with the help of Yahweh. Then she bore his brother Abel. And Abel became a keeper of sheep, and Cain became a tiller of the ground. And in the course of time, Cain brought an offering from the fruit of the ground to Yahweh. And Abel also brought an offering from the choicest firstlings of his flock. And Yahweh looked with favor to Abel and to his offering. But to Cain and to his offering, he did not look with favor. And Cain became very angry, and his face fell. And Yahweh said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your face fallen? If you do well, will I not accept you? But if you do not do well... Sin is crouching at the door, and its desire is for you, but you must rule over it. Then Cain said to his brother Abel, Let us go out into the field. And when they were in the field, Cain rose up against his brother Abel and killed him. Then Yahweh said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? And he said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the ground which has opened its mouth to receive the blood of your brother from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. You shall be a wanderer and a fugitive on the earth. And Cain said to Yahweh, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Look, you have driven me out today from the face of the ground, and from your face I must hide. I will be a wanderer and a fugitive on the earth, and it will happen that whoever finds me will kill me. Then Yahweh said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain will be avenged sevenfold. Then Yahweh put a sign on Cain, so that whoever found him would not kill him. And Cain went out from the presence of Yahweh, and he settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and gave birth to Enoch. And when he built a city, he named the city after his son, Enoch. And to Enoch was born Irad, and Arad fathered Mahujiel, and Mahujiel fathered Methushiel, and Methushiel fathered Lamech. And Lamech took to himself two wives. The name of the first was Ada, and the name of the second was Zillah. And Ada gave birth to Jubal. He was the father of those who live in tents and those who have livestock. And the name of his brother was Jubal. He was the father of all who play stringed instruments and wind instruments. Then Zillah also gave birth to Tubal-Cain, who forged all kinds of tools of bronze and iron. And the sister of Tubal-Cain was Naama. Then Lamech said to his two wives, Ada and Zillah, listen to my voice. O wives of Lamech, hear my words. I have killed a man for wounding me, even a young man for injuring me. If Cain is avenged sevenfold, 
then Lamech will be avenged seventy and seven times. Then Adam knew his wife again, and she gave birth to a son, and she called his name Seth, for she said, God has appointed to me another child in the place of Abel, because Cain killed him. And as for Seth, he also fathered a son, and he called his name Enish. At that time he began to call on the name of Yahweh. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In the first two chapters, everything was amazing that God created. And then in chapter 3, they destroyed that by sinning and doing the one thing God told them not to do. But there was this glimmer of hope that a solution to the problem would come from a descendant from the woman. So she had a son, and she says she has given birth to a man with the help of Yahweh. Yahweh is the name of God. We don't actually know how to pronounce it, because they didn't write with vowels in those days, and the Jews stopped pronouncing the name of God because they wanted to treat it as very holy. Another possibility is Jehovah. In a lot of translations today, they will translate it as Lord, in all uppercase to differentiate it from the actual word Lord. So Eve is mentioning God's name here. I wonder if she is thinking of the curse on the serpent and hoping for good things from her firstborn son. It says, his brother Abel. So the focus of the story is Cain. Abel takes care of sheep and Cain farms vegetables. Then they each bring an offering to God. It doesn't call it a sacrifice specifically, and it doesn't say if God told them specifically what to bring. It does make a point that Abel brought the best that he had, while Cain's offering doesn't specify that it was the best. So that may be a clue why God didn't approve of Cain's offering, but he did approve of Abel's offering. We say that as we go along, Cain's attitude is wrong, and really that is what God is after rather than getting some technical detail right that isn't mentioned. Then we see God working with Cain to steer him in the right direction. He tells Cain that sin wants to get a hold of him, but he needs to overcome it. But even with all of God's coaching, Cain kills Abel. So God asks Cain about Abel, and Cain lies to God. Of course, God knew the answer and was trying to bring Cain to a realization. But Cain gives the famous line, I do not know, am I my brother's keeper? So God explains that Abel's blood is crying to him from the ground. This is the first mention of blood and the idea that the life is in the blood and that the blood requires vengeance. So God says that Cain's punishment is that the ground will not work for him anymore. He cannot be a farmer. The punishment is connected to the crime. And we might also consider that God is really going easy on Cain for this horrible crime. But God is giving Cain an opportunity to repent. And Cain, instead of being sorry for what he did, complains to God that the punishment is too much. Cain recognizes that his sin has separated him from God, and that is part of the punishment. But Cain is afraid someone will kill him, which is funny in a sad way because he killed his brother. So God is also kind and puts a mark on Cain to indicate that if anyone kills Cain, they will be punished seven times. There's that number seven again in the Bible. The first seven was the seven times in chapter one that God saw that it was good or very good. Then the next seven is the seventh day when God rested. So this seven seems a bit different. But the number seven in the Bible typically means completeness. So anyone who kills Cain will be avenged completely. Then we follow Cain's line, and they accomplish some great feats. 
Cain founds a city, Lamech founds polygamy, Jubal founds nomadic people who live in tents, and Jubal invents stringed instruments and wind instruments. Tubal-Cain invented metalwork in both bronze and iron. And then Lamech, that guy with two wives, speaks a poem to his two wives, but unlike Adam's poem, this isn't about his wife. It is about how great he is because he killed someone. So, the world isn't getting better with Cain's descendants. So we go back to Adam and Eve, and they have another son, Seth. And Seth has Enosh. And then people began to call on the name of Yahweh. And now for a deeper dive. There's always so much to talk about. What is our purpose on this earth? Cain's descendants did some amazing things. We tend to think that people weren't very smart back then, and we are so much smarter today. But they were just lacking some of the building blocks that we take for granted, and had to invent them. But the point is that those advancements are not really solving the world's problems. We have this idea that technology will solve our problems, but it doesn't solve the one real problem we have, and that is sin. With sin, we make technological advances just to use the technology for evil. We are supposed to have a relationship with God, to call on his name, and we are supposed to love our brother. Cain is the opposite of that. He solved the problem that his brother was better than he was by killing him. John discusses that idea in 1 John 3.12. So this is the first persecution in the Bible. The first person killed because of their good relationship with God. We could say that Abel was the first martyr. Jesus refers to this idea in Matthew 23.35. So this is a depressing chapter. People aren't getting better. But there is this glimmer of hope in Seth's descendants. So, what great thing are we accomplishing in our lives? Is it love for God and love for our brother? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.